0: Shalom, all praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh, Bahashem, Yahweh Shai, the Heavenly Father's name is Yahweh, which means He exists. Bahashem, which means in the name. Yahweh Shai, who the world eagerly calls Jesus Christ, which means He is the deliverer, the deliverer of the nation of Israel, which consists of you so called Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans. The heavenly father have given us this truth through the Rukak Wadash, which is the Holy Spirit. We thank you. How will Yahweh, for His mercies? Peace and blessings to you brothers out there and you sisters that are scattered abroad. Who look like all the different nations, but your lineage go back to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Peace and blessings. And uh, for you brothers and sisters out there that observe the uh, Feast of Tabernacles. Uh, it was uh, last week. And uh it was a beautiful time, man you know it was definitely um, a uh, a very spiritual experience, you know it ended uh was it a uh, Tuesday Tuesday night this uh past uh, Tuesday and it was uh, um, it was eight days and it was in commemoration of us coming out of the land of Egypt and dwelling in tents or booths. Because the Feast of uh, Tabernacles is also known as the Feast of Booths or also Sukkot, you know. And the Lord told us to rehearse the righteous acts. So anytime that we're able to keep the law, statutes and commandments and rehearse those righteous acts, man, that's one more step towards the uh, kingdom of heaven. Because in order for us to return to the Lord, we have to be obedient. We have to keep his law, statutes and commandments as the scriptures tell us, you know, that's the duty of, of man is to fear the Lord and keep his commandments. So we do, again, our best to keep the law, statutes and commandments in this captivity here in America and abroad. America is Babylon the Great, as written of in the book of Revelation. And the word revelation means to reveal, and the Lord is revealing a lot of stuff in these last days. The Bible uh, tells us that knowledge shall be increased so there's a lot of stuff coming out man and I wanted to go into this uh, book that I just uh, purchased called the Negro Project and some of you brothers or sisters out there may know about it it is the uh, plan or tumult that's against the so-called Negroes by that witch Margaret Sanger now Margaret Sanger she was a eugenist, and she's also the founder of Planned Parenthood. And in this book, it goes into you know her biography, and basically she was a um, um, an atheist. Her father was an atheist. He was a Catholic, and she considered charity as you know basically uh, a character flaw. Man, to to show charity or mercy towards someone, which shows you the true nature of Esau, the devil, the Bible speaks of. They're very heartless and just non-compassionate people, man. Even though they at times uh, say that they're helping is always an ulterior motive. In the Bible, go into the, uh, the tender mercies of the wicked or cruel so let me see if I can find that. I'm like on page uh, 23 or 24. And I'm telling you, man, it's disgusting, man, how they plot against us. And that plot is still happening, there's nothing uh, different. You know, they just became more and more uh, covert about what they're doing. So this is the book of Proverbs, chapter 12, verse 10. And it reads, a righteous man regardeth the life of his beast, but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. So here it is. You had this this Edomite she devil. That consider herself helping humanity. By plotting against the Israelites using eugenist, and you get the um, you know, or you go into the Greek word eugenist. the word you stands for good and genics uh, means genes. So it basically means good, good genes or good genetics. So they they consider so-called Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans, but specifically the so-called Negroes as being the inferior race. That need to be weeded out. And she even made that uh, statement. She said that uh, black people were like uh, human weeds. Then, you know, so many words needed to be exterminated. So I want to like, I would like to read another scripture. Then we're going to go into this book. And I say shalom to you brothers out there. Uh, that's listening on uh, Anchor.com as well as uh, Spotify. And I just want to let you know that the uh, the ebook "Keys to the Kingdom of Heaven" is complete. I um, just got the revision earlier this week, and it's a few things in it, you know, so far as the typesetting that I, um, you know, I kind I uh, asked if you know she could, you know, basically correct it, which I think she did, but being that, you know, these, these platforms, these computers are, are very faulty. I'll just leave it at, at that, you know, she did, as she said, you know, she sent the correct, you know, uh, type setting, but when I get it, the, the type setting was off, but I do believe that it is good enough to uh, distribute and, uh, it, uh, is ready. So if you want to, get a copy of the ebook keys to the kingdom of heaven. Just email me at a new song is sung at dot and I'll send it to you. So, you know, it's a free ebook, you know, Bible go into giving freely. You know, we got this truth freely and we have to give it freely. So the book is free. All you got to do is email me again at a new song is sung at dot And eventually if it be the Lord's will, I will have physical copies. Right now, uh, I'm waiting on the uh, cover of the book. And, um, you know, basically, you know, I think this might be the last revision of it because I had to have several uh, revisions done on the cover. And, you know, it's, it's um, the you know, the, the lady's work is pretty good. You know, I'll just say it like that. You know, the cover is, is definitely you know, what I envision, you know, um, you know, basically the message keys to the kingdom of heaven, you know, the gates of hell shall not prevail. So no matter what these people do against us or try to plot and plan and, and, uh, come up with all of these, uh, snares and entrapments, the gates of hell will not prevail against this truth, man, which Yahweh is the foundation, he's the chief cornerstone, and Peter, he's the head or the foundation of the church. You know? And again, although they plot, it's all in vain. So this is the book of Psalm 37, verse 12. The wicked ploteth against the just. So the wicked, who are the wicked, these Edomites? Two thirds of our people as well. You negroes, Latinos, and Native Americans that side with these devils. You know these devils. You're the wicked. So our people will plot against the just the same way Esau will plot against the just, because they will send a so-called Negro, Latino, and Native American to to go against the just. That's why you had your um, COINTELPRO. They would um, send Negro spies amongst those civil rights organizations, and you even had one Negro. That burnt down a community center. He was working for Esau. He was was an agent. He was a spy. And worked against his own people. You know. So that's what the wicked do. They plot up against the just. And Ganachev upon him with his teeth. And that's what the wicked do. They plot. You know all those different. uh, Agendas. COINTELPRO. Man you can. You can go down the list, man. It is so many plots. You know, you have the King Alfred Plan, Rex 84, FM ethnic cleansing, Project Megiddo, which is specifically going against Israelites, labeling our people terrorists, enemy combatants. And all of that is to uh, really target the Negroes or the tribe, you know, the tribe of Judah, as well as the other tribes, but they, they plot against Judah because Judah is the head tribe. You so-called Negroes. That's why they go against you so hard. That's why since the time of slavery, they have done horrible things, man. And this whole system plots against our people. They have many different things to, uh, to destabilize us as a nation. And they, they do it under the guise of national security, so plotting against us as a people is America's national security because they don't want us to um, basically, um, in so many words, man, have a have a, a even plan filled because they know once our people are able to thrive without their interference, they're they're fearful of that. And they're afraid the the, the same plans and plots that the wicked did all the way back. During the time of Egypt. Because the Egyptians who were wicked too. Were plotting against the Israelites. That's what the Pharaoh said. Let us deal wisely with them. You know so. This. um This. Thing called the Negro Project. Was under the guise of what? Family planning. So what Margaret Sanger did. Her being a eugenist and her coming up with Planned Parenthood, she pushed abortions upon our people. So a lot of Negro babies are aborted under the guise of family planning. So let um, let me read a few excerpts out of this book. And again, I just I just started reading it, you know, and, you know, one of the things is that she actually went to um, different, uh, you know, groups or organizations to speak on her idea of family planning, which is eugenics, abortions and contraceptives and stuff like that. She spoke to the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan, but she also came up with a plot or a plan to get Negro pastors on board. And she actually did that, man. She actually had Negroes who were considered ministers. That was basically pushing her agenda, man, because she was she was playing both sides. She was speaking to the white supremacist KKK groups about getting rid of Negroes who were considered inferior, and then she would go speak to Negro leaders to uh to basically, you know, in so many words, say that she wanted to help. So this is um This is page twenty-three, and uh, let's see where we'll start. Let's see, because I want to, I want to get to the point. Okay, here we go. We'll start right here. It says, Sanger seized on this opportunity in two ways. First, she sent a pamphlet on the subject from the Federal Council of Churches, Marriages and Home Committee, two weeks later on December 22nd, it endorsed her pos- or position and was enthusiastically supported by David Sims, pastor of the African Methodist Episcopal Church, and a member of the ABCL's National Negro Advisory Board. Jim sought to relieve Braun's angst by writing. There are some who believe that birth control is an attempt to dictate to families how many children they should have. Nothing could be further from the truth. This assurance seems to have quelled any lingering misgivings that Braun may have had. Because what she did was you had a few Negro uh, pastors that were skeptical, but she beguiled them. Because they, they, um, they were believing that she was trying to help because, you know, she used the, um, uh, again, the word family planning, you know, she, she was, um, talking about how a lot of, uh, Negro families were in poverty because of the amount of children that was in, in households. So she just basically finessed them. It says in. And just in case that wasn't enough, Sanger sent along more material in the favor of BCFA's position, along with a copy of her autobiography, which he gave to his wife to read. Sanger's hidden agenda cloaked in the stated objective of improving women's health and lowering the rate of infant mortality. because what happened was her uh, Margaret Sanger's mother. She had like 11 children, but she lost eight more children uh, due to uh, complications, you know, during, you know, childbirth. And and her mother died early, you know, like in her, uh, I think in her uh, late 40s or something like that. So she grew up in a in a household where it was a lot of children. And her mother, again, lost to think about I think it was either about eight or 11 children, man. It was a lot. And so she grew up, you know, basically, you know, having a preconceived idea about uh, large families. So that was like her motivation for, as she say, improving women's health and lowering the rate of infant mortality. Now, mind you, this was like, you know, back in uh, the uh, early 1900s. You know, so back then, you know, just childbirth was a very risky situation, man. You know, because they didn't have the, um, a lot of the, um, medical procedures and stuff like that. So a lot of, uh, women died during childbirth, you know. But instead of, uh, focusing on, you know, her people, She went after so-called Negroes, you know? It says, Brom related and allowed his church to be used as a forum to promote birth control. He later wrote Sanger on his experience, telling her at first glance, I had a horrible shock to the proposition because it seemed to me to be allied to abortion. But after careful thought and prayer, I have concluded that it is sometimes necessary to save the lives of mother and children. And even uh, today, man, the majority of the abortion clinics are in a Negro Latino uh, community because there is a, a large population of Negroes and Latinos. But through eugenics and other um Tumults, other plots—they constantly are calling the um, the population of our people. So she was, she was on that many years ago, you know, going um, as if she's trying to help people, man. But it was all a plot to uh, to decrease the numbers of so-called Negroes here in America. Because before the the so called Holocaust, eugenics was pushed in America, man. They taught that in the classrooms. And the, um, the Germans, they actually borrowed from the Americans when it came to uh, eugenics. So you had all those people like Darwin, Charles Darwin, and other people that considered, you know, Negroes as subhuman. You know, they call it what, um, natural selection to basically weed out those that are considered weak or inferior. But if you really think about it, if so-called Negroes are inferior, why do Edomites have to work that hard to plot and plan against the so-called Negroes? Why Why do they have to do that if we're so inferior? Why is it that Edomites or so-called white people are in a negative birth rate. If our people are that inferior. When the very genetic, you know, makeup of Edomites. Or recessive to have light eyes is recessive. So how is that? You know that people are considered Inferior. Why is it that they're dominating sports and dominating all these other physical activities that are considered alpha, like boxing, you know, football, very aggressive sports, and yet they're dominated by people of color, so-called Negroes and Latinos? Wouldn't that mean that these people are genetically superior And the Bible tells us this in the book of uh, Genesis. Let's get that right quick. Because the Bible tells us that Jacob and Esau, Jacob, which is the so-called. Or Jacob is the progenitor of the so-called Negroes. And then Esau is the progenitor of the so-called Caucasian race. So let's go to the book of Genesis 25 and we'll start at 23 and it says, And the Lord said unto her, two nations are in thy womb and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. Because Rebekah had twins in her belly and the twins were fighting. One was uh, Jacob and one was Esau. So the children the babies were fighting in Rebecca's belly because she had asked the Lord, why were these things happening? And that's why this verse is saying again, and the Lord said unto her, two nations are in thy womb. So although they were twins, two nations were in the womb of Rebecca. It says in two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. So two different nations, two, two manner of people. So a, a Negro man and a Negro woman had a a Negro baby and a so-called white baby. That lets you know that the so-called Negroes are actually superior, where they can actually, you know, be the progenitor of another nation. And even science will tell you that. That the uh, people that have been on the earth. The longest are people of color. Why well, you think they're always. Digging up stuff over in Africa. And and looking for things. And stuff like that. Go- going back to fossils. They always find all that stuff over in Africa. It says. And, and the one people. Shall be stronger than the other people so the the people that are stronger that's the so called Negroes that's who's stronger going back to boxing you know MMA football basketball baseball even when our people go into different sports that are not considered you know your typical Negro Latino and Native American sports like tennis our people take over man like you had, uh, what's that, Venus and Serena Williams. And now you got, uh, what's her name, Osaka. You know, Negro women that are dominating ten- tennis. You know, gymnastics. What's the uh, sister's name, uh, Simone Biles. Our people are just gifted like that. And Esau, he works overtime to to plot and, and, and trap and snare and set up and sabotage Anything that our people do. That don't sound like a, a, a superior people if they got to do all of that. To, to get a uh, advantage. That sound like a, a, a hater. A sore loser. It says, and the one people shall be stronger than the other and the elders shall serve the younger because Esau, he came out first. And usually the best blessing go to the firstborn, but being that Esau is rejected as, as the scriptures tell us in the uh, new Testament, Esau was rejected because he despised his birthright. That's, you know, that's going into how he sold his birthright for, uh, for uh, uncooked food, raw meat, where uh, Jacob was um, cooking stew, but it, it wasn't ready. And Esau he acted like he was so hungry he was going to die, and so he sold his birthright. And then uh, Jacob supplanted Esau by putting on a uh, hairy garment, and uh, his father Isaac blessed him. So all the blessings went to uh, Jacob. And part of that blessing is that the uh, that the um, normally the elder would get all of the uh, the blessings, man. But Esau was rejected, so those blessings went to to uh, Jacob. That's why it says the elder shall serve the younger, because the elder, which is Esau, he's going to serve his brother Jacob, which happened during the time of um, King David when King David was ruling. The Edomites were in captivity. You can go into uh, the Dark Ages. Where the, the Negroes who were called Moors who were in the religion of Islam, but they're actually Israelites by, you know, by bloodline. they was just taken on the religion of Islam. They ruled uh, Europe. When you go into those uh, those uh, old paintings of the Moors and you see the Edomite women, you know, you had those Jakes that had harems. They were in Spain and Portugal and they had castles and stuff like that. They were ruling over Esau. That's why they call it the dark ages. And eventually in the kingdom of heaven where Esau will be the slaves of the Israelites. So let's go back to the book um Negro Project. It says um Brahms comments clearly illustrate the extent to which Sanger's deception message had worked in indoctrinating his minister. And he was not alone. In addition to Brahm, black leaders from all fields were taken in and as socialists or sociologists. And let me read that again. Black leaders from all fields were taken in such as sociologists and Arthur. W.E.D. Du Bois. Now, W.E.D. Du Bois, he was the founder of the um, NAACP. Before that, it was called the Niagara Movement. And Amalekites, so-called Jewish people, actually took over the Niagara Movement. And they um, they were basically the uh, the funding behind W.E.D. Du Bois' um, NWACP where it says who was also the founder of the National Association of Advancement of Colored People, which is NAACP Charles, a Barnett director of the associated Negro press in Chicago, Charles S Johnson. So all of these Negroes was finessed by this Margaret Sanger, who openly was a eugenist, but somehow she tricked, you know, those Negroes and more than likely, she was throwing money at them because she was being funded by the Rockefellers. So, all of these um, Edomites that got these uh, organizations, a lot of them are being funded by philanthropists like the Rockefellers, you know, and all the other families, Edomite families that push a lot of uh, agendas and they use front, you know, front organizations to do their bidding, to do their dirty work. It says who was also. okay. I read that. It says um, Charles A. Barnett, director of the Associated Negro Press in Chicago. Charles S. Johnson, president of Fisk University and Fisk University is a I think, if I'm not mistaken, a a uh, historically black college. Eugene Nickel Jones, executive director of the National Urban League. So you heard it in the National Urban League. You also heard of Fisk University. A lot of those uh, Negro uh, singing groups, those uh, quartets and stuff like that, they were they were out of um, Fisk University. It says Dr. Dorothy Bolding Farabee, president of Alpha Kappa Alpha. See your fraternities and sororities. They were all uh, basically. All of these boule Negro, you know uppity Negro um, organizations, you know where they look down on our people. These these uh, organizations, they're they're the gatekeepers, man. So they don't they don't um, they don't care about our people, man. It says Dr. Mary McLeod uh, Bethun Bethun president of the National Council of Negro Women and many others. So it says and many others. So going back to uh, fraternities, sororities, any Negro organization during that time was uh, compromised by allowing these wicked ass Edomites push their uh, wicked agenda, man. That remind me of the scripture of um, Zechariah, where it talks about their own shepherds pity them not. This is the perfect scripture for what we just read. So this is the book of Zechariah chapter 11. And we'll start at verse four. Thus saith the Lord, my God, feed the flock of the slaughter. Who's the flock of the slaughter? That's you, Negroes, Latinos, and Native Americans. Bible tells us that we're sheep led to the slaughter. So these organizations, philanthropist groups, uh, the government, all of these people—they plot against our people, man. The um, Tuskegee experiment, the Igo housing project—you know, CoIntel Pro. MK Ultra, the targeted individual program where they're using direct energy weapons and uh, using uh, Freemasonry groups, you know, vigilantes, you know, uh, churches, criminals, organized crime to stalk people, man, because they got security clearances and they got, um, you know, basically funding to run harassment campaigns on citizens. So all of those things, man, they're doing to plot against Negroes, Latinos, and native Americans. It says "Whose possessors slay them and hold themselves not guilty. So who possessed the so-called Negroes, these Edomites, the fact that you have the last name, Jones, Brown, Smith, Johnson, those are slave masters names. You trace your uh, your last name, it's going to go all the way back to a slave master that owns your family. So that's who's the possessors. Slay them, and they slay our people, man. They, they openly murder our people and poison our people, do all kinds of stuff, man. They slay the Negroes. Jim Crow, man, sharecropping, a lot of jakes, they they were they were uh, just as worse off, man, w- worse than slavery. The whole system just got worse, man, because that whole sharecropping thing, man, they they were really going against Negroes because Negroes were able to, you know. Um, own own businesses and and uh build towns and stuff like that and the edomites they got pissed off and started lynching jake the terrorist organization kkk started terrorizing Negroes and lynching blacks raping the women stealing and and, uh, taking their property their livestock you know And that sharecropping, that that was slavery all over again, because you had Negroes that were working on Edomite uh, property, and they were, you know, uh, planting crops and stuff like that. And the Edomites were stealing. It was it was like the Negroes were always coming up short, so they end up always owing the uh the the- per- the persons that owned the uh, the the uh, land so a lot of the negroes they were they were always in debt they were getting ripped off they was charging you know negroes that lived on the property interest and stuff like that and then when the when the harvest came they were always uh behind it it was horrible. How they just uh, treated our people, man. And they hold this, they hold themselves not guilty. These are the same people that, that talk about Christianity and talk about Jesus loving everybody and they don't even take no account of what their wicked ancestors did, man. They take no account. That's why the scripture says, and they hold themselves not guilty. They, they don't think they owe a shit. They, they don't, they don't take no consideration. Of how our people built America. The Negroes built America. Through slavery. Through chattel slavery. Through unearned income. All of these businesses. That have been around for hundreds of years. They've benefited off of slavery. That's why it says. And they hold themselves not guilty. And they that them say. Blessed be the Lord for I am rich. And that's what they say. They say, blessed be the Lord for for we're rich," because they became wealthy. You have uh, textile companies, uh, banks, you know the uh, clothing companies. Oh, you know the um, I forgot which stores, but they they could be traced all the way back to to making uh, clothing for slaves. The insurance companies because they were insuring. The slave masters that if a Negro was killed, that that they would be insured. That's why a lot of the uh, the uh, slave owners they went into banking. That's how they became rich. That's how America became rich. That's that's how they became the the wealthy superpower through cotton, all those different crops and stuff like that. That Negroes was out in the sun picking and building up America's infrastructure. Actually building, man. The White House was built by slaves, by Negroes. It says, and their own shepherds pity them not. So these Negroes that sold out and, and more than likely got money from Margaret Sanger and just to be, um, you know, socializing and, and having that woman in their church talking to their, you know, talking to their congregation, man. That They don't pity their own people. Those, them Negroes that set up and allowed that witch to, to go into their church those Negroes didn't pity their congregation, man. Just like these Negroes are uh, pastors today. Like T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, Al Sharpton, all of those people, man. They don't give a damn about you Negroes. These, these people are, are paid, man, to push a, a, an agenda, man, to push a plantation Christianity, It says, um, let's see. They all bought into Sanger's seductive message, never once questioning either her stated views on race or association with the likes of not Stoddard or Dr. Laughlin, all of whom as noted earlier in these pages were avowed racist and members of Sanger's American Birth Control League. So these people who are eugenics, eugenics were racist. They hated Negroes. They had a deep rooted hatred going back to Esau's hatred against the so-called Negroes, Latinos and Native Americans. So these Negroes were being used to push the devil's agenda and that's what they're doing today, man, with that jab, with that vaccination. You got Negroes that are shaming other black folks for not taking it, not being. Uh, what's the word? They're shaming black folks because they're skeptical, because America have a long history with experimenting on us. They have a long history of non-consensual experimentation going all the way back to slavery, where they was experimenting on the Negro slave women, doing all kind of horrible uh, procedures. Man, the father of gynecology, he was experimenting on on Negro women with with no uh, you know medicine, no no you know back then they weren't, they weren't, uh, as advanced, but they was doing all those procedures. So that was before any kind of, um, like heavy pain medication, you know, uh, anesthesia and all of that. So they, they were, um, uh, they were being tortured, man. They had their, um, their private parts operated on while they were awake and you, what's her name? Um, the sister uh, Henrietta Washington. She wrote a book called uh, "Medical Apartheid," and she talked about how when that devil was experimenting on the Negro women, all all they could do to blot out block the pain was put a a, a rag in their mouth to muffle the screams or a stick to bite on. That's what they did, man. That's that's what these people done to our people, man. That is their history. And they want us to take some shit that got nanotechnology that gonna alter your DNA, that's gonna uh just fuck your whole system up. You got people dropping dead. You got people having strokes, heart attacks, aneurysms, young folks. And and they're openly, you know, saying that that is safe and it's not. And they're firing people. They're actually firing people because they don't want to take something that obviously is uh, something that they just rolled out within a year. And then they approved it. You know how many drugs that the FDA approved that, that killed people. But now they're silencing, uh, uh, people on YouTube. That's why, you know, I'm, I'm on this platform, um, a, as a, you know, as another, a way to reach brothers and sisters because they're shadow banning and, and they just removing, uh, uh, people's channels, man. You know? And eventually they're going they're going to come after the truth. Because we're not we're not bought and paid for, man. There's there's no amount of money that you can give us, man. Our soul ain't for sale. And that's why they hate us, man. Because we we don't do this for money, man. We do this because we love our people and we want our people to repent. You know, we want our brothers and sisters, you brothers and sisters out there, it is our desire, man, that you return to the Lord, man. Repent. You know, the more of our people come into the understanding of who they are, repent, having faith in our King Yahweh Shai, and rehearsing the righteous acts and and doing your part to, to build the kingdom of heaven which is within you. The kingdom is within you. So before the actual kingdom is built, it is already in your mind. So the more of our brothers and sisters are on that, you know, or in that same uh, mindset in, in this, in the spirit, the sooner we can get the hell out of here, man. You know, the more of our people return, man, that's, that's, one more step closer to the kingdom of heaven. And they don't like that. They don't, they don't like for us to, uh, to tell our people what they should know, man, which is written of in the Bible. This book is our book. No other nation. This book belongs to us. And they used our very book against us, man. That's why a lot of our people, have uh, um, preconceived notions about the Bible because they knew what they were being told you know was uh, different and a lot of our people don't read the Bible so they don't know but they they, they know what they learned in church wasn't right you can you can go to a, a Sunday church. And all you got to do is read your bible during the service and you you'll realize that that the majority of the service is just full of shit. They're not teaching you God's word. They're teaching you lies. They're teaching you the uh, the traditions of men, the commandments of men. They'll tell you that the laws are done away with, but then they tell you to tithe. Tithing is a law that that is uh in the old testament but they'll say the laws are done away with so how are you going to be judged if the laws are done away with and then they they go into the two greatest commandments loving the lord with all your heart soul and mind and loving your neighbor as you love yourself but our people they're not doing that they're not loving the lord because the Lord of the Lord is to keep his commandments. That's how you show that you love the Lord. Not professing with your mouth, but by word and deed. By action. You know. It's all about showing you love the Lord by keeping his commandments. Not hearers, but doers of the word. So our our people, they need to know what's about to happen because the pastors aren't warning them. That's why we got to go into these things and go into the history. We read in the scripture that the wicked plotted against the just. And the Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun. So if there's nothing new under the sun, the things that they've done in the past, they're going to. They're going to do again, man. They tried many times to genocide our people. This time, they're going to go all out. Which is going into Jacob's trouble. We'll, We'll be like no other time in history. Let's see. It says, we will examine them later on in this book but for now it will be suffice simply to bring them to the reader's attention. It says let us now turn briefly to Dr. Clarence J. Gamble the heir to the Procter and Gamble soap company Fortune and a key partner and a financial backer of the Negro Project. So the uh, heir of Procter and Gamble Soap Company, you know, you, you can uh, look on your soap or you know whatever products, and you see Procter and Gamble. Well, the heir of that company was the found was a, a a major contributor of the Negro Project, going going into the money from these uh, rich Edomites, the philanthropists that will fund these um these different agendas to go after our people man and and, in these organizations they still exist you got a lot of these rich edomites that will just funnel money into um these eugenics uh projects uh uh, now it's through technology they're they're gene altering they got all of this weird shit where they experiment on our people and they trying to figure out our genetic, you know, uh, makeup or our code, and they will use different diseases to target certain uh, races. Man, the book um, "Medical Apartheid." Uh, uh, what's her name, um, um, Henrietta Washington? She she went into that how the um, the government was. Using uh different drugs or experimentations to target different nationalities, and they was even experimenting on so-called white people, man, in the prisons. But now they're using uh, uh, frequencies. They're, those satellites, those uh, towers, those uh, cell towers, they got tuning forks and and drums on them and stuff like that. they' They're using those things, man to target people those are weapons and it's in your movies like the movie uh the cell where um where the people they were bugging out that was with uh, a samuel jackson and john Cusack. the people they would uh, pick up their cell phone and the the cell phone would do like a um it would be like a frequency and then the people that turn they turn into zombies the, the movies, they, they go into that, man. You even had, um, I think it was FEMA that, that was talking about a, a zombie apocalypse. Why would they mention something like that? A zombie apocalypse? What do they got planned? And with this, this vaccination and it's altering people's DNA and they're forcing people or, you know, uh, to to make a choice, either if you you, you want to keep your job, so you you uh, you uh have a a choice. If you want to work, they want you to take that job. That's why a lot of people are 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 quitting because they refuse, especially a lot of people in a, a medical field and even people in law enforcement. You got the military. All these people are just walking away from their jobs because these people are are very skeptical, man. Whereas our people, man, we've always been skeptical because we understand and know the the history. But a lot of our people, they're ignorant. But we're coming into into the time period of Jacob's trouble, where they're going to continue to start. They're going to continue to take things away from uh, people that refuse to take the jab, because now they're blaming people that are not vaccinated of of spreading the virus. That's that's what they're doing, man. So so now it's a it's a public shaming. And they're going to ostracize people. That's why it's very important for us as a people to start gathering together, man. Spiritually and as well as uh, uh, physically gathering together and bartering and doing business with each other. fellowshipping with each other, depending on each other, you know. Not on no carnal bullshit, man, because these devils, they got all the weapons and they just waiting for our people to get out of pocket. This battle is not physical, it's spiritual. So we gather together spiritually, keeping the law statutes and commandments, having faith in our king Yahweh Shai, finding ways to um to uh, basically uh, unplug from the matrix, you know, learning different skills, learning how to uh fish and hunt, learning how to uh, uh, build a fire knowing how to uh set up a tent, you know? Knowing how to um to uh you know, know the difference between the herbs, you know, what's edible and what's not edible. Being able to uh fast and and uh and limit what you eat. Cuz it's going to be a, it's going to be a time period where food is going to be scarce, but the Lord will provide. You just, have, you just have to have faith. You know, all of these things are going to happen, but we have to tell our people. But ultimately, it's about having faith. You know, because the Lord, he said that his servants would eat, you know. So his people, they're going to be good in that day, even though it's going to be a really bad situation. The Lord is going to provide. Just got to have that faith, you know. Come back to your nation. You know, as 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 a, as a people, man, know that you're an Israelite. Have having that that uh, foundation of knowing who you are, and knowing that salvation is for you, and no, no other people, because they thrive off of you loving everybody and 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 putting other people's uh, interests over your own. How can you help other people when you're not in a position to help yourself? So that's why it's very important for you to uh, not only help your brothers and sisters, but help yourself. Start taking care of yourself. Take care of your household. You know, get your household in order. We all got to do that because once the Lord come, that's it. So this is the time to prepare Spiritually, mentally, and physically, you know, gather yourselves together, you know, O O nation, not desire. So it's all about gathering yourself together as a people. And that's what we got to do. So I hope this um, this um, podcast was edifying to you, brothers and sisters out there. If it be the Lord's will, I will um, uh, continue with this book, The Negro Project. So other than that, Shalawam.